This intravenous with IVA is brought to you by Alabama Power. Driven by the belief that we have a collective duty to educate, expose, and empower young people, Letitia Watkins has dedicated her career to improving the lives of students. A native of Virginia, she graduated from Virginia Commonwealth University and began her career as a research scientist. Away from the lab, she mentored young and improved reading, literacy, in underserved public schools. In 2009, Letitia relocated to Birmingham to attend the University of Alabama at Birmingham. After earning her master's in medical science, she began training educators in technologies to increase student engagement in Birmingham City Schools. Letitia is currently employed as the Director of Children and Youth at Sixth Avenue Baptist Church. In her role, she creates transformative youth programs, develops student leaders, and works alongside Birmingham City Schools. In response to the 2021 pandemic, Letitia forged partnerships to provide over 40,000 meals to students, launched the Sixth Avenue Student Center for Remote Learners, and brought early literacy classes to families throughout her district. Devoted to community and youth development, Letitia serves as board president for the Titusville Youth Sports Association, advisor of the Solutions Teen Conflict Resolution Initiative, member of the Birmingham Coalition for Student Mental Mental Health, leader of L4L Mentoring, and she is serving her first term as the District 6 representative for the Birmingham Board of Education. Letitia has been recognized as the Jefferson County Adolescent Mentoring Program 2011 Mentor of the Year, the UAB Black Graduate Student Association 2013 Influential Alumna, and a City of Birmingham Division of Youth Services 2017 Humble Hero. Letitia is a class of 2022 member of Birmingham's Project Corporate Leadership. Miss Letitia, tell me a joke. Something I think probably only you can um, appreciate. So All right. I don't really have jokes, but <laughs> I'm a science geek and you're, you're a geek too. So I guess you could appreciate. Yes. Why can't you trust anything that an atom says? Hold on. I want to figure this one out. <laughs> <laughs> Arr. Shoot, go. Something to do with everything positive and negative. No, yeah. No. I was going for nucleus or somewhere. Y'all are close. <laughs> what we I got? feel the geek rule. I feel the geek power in the world. <laughs> you feel the geek love. <laughs> it's because they make up everything. Yes, I like that. I like that. <laughs> this podcast is about to get extra mushy. I'm just warning y'all now. Since she hit the ground, I have been singing her praises. This is true. <laughs> I'm talking about since the A, when they say A1, A1. day one. I've been your A1 since day one. 
and you have not let me down. I mean, you have not let me down. Tell us what brought you here. How did you get to Birmingham? I think it's such a neat little story. Yeah. It's somewhat in your bio, but it, it deserves some air. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> You're the A1, for sure. <laughs> so if there's anybody who has my back, you totally Absolutely. have my back. Um, so I was working as a scientist for a pharmaceutical company out in Richmond, Virginia. Um, landed the job shortly after I graduated. What was that? Oh, we're getting up close to like 20 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those, those years yeah. rolled by fast, right? Seems like yesterday. Yeah, it seems like yesterday. So you had to recall it. <laughs> like, oh, oh. Wait, because I was going to say that was like, you know, two years right. ago. Um, and a recruiter from UAB reached out to me about working on um, a research project here. My sister, she was here. She's like, if you can handle the South, I didn't know what that meant. She meant the heat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, handle the heat. And I think really probably what um, added to me moving, she was pregnant with my nephew. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I get to be TT, new job, new city. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. And so um, all my friends back in Virginia, uh, it was bittersweet. You know, because we had our way of the way that we did things. It was bittersweet, but everybody was like, oh, this is super cool. Yeah. And they're like, do they have roads in Birmingham? <laughs> <laughs> like, do they have highways? Yeah, we have roads. We have roads. <laughs> Everybody's like, but now, now, 13 years later, yeah. everybody is like, hey, we got to get to Birmingham. We, yeah. try, we trying to come see you. Y'all got the world games. Y'all got this. And you stop sleeping on my city. Yeah. <laughs> My mom, you know, my aunts are like, don't say nothing about Birmingham. They know. Yeah. They know. So I'm a proud, proud, proud implant. I yeah. really, really am. And I want I want you to talk about how you completely transitioned from a career in science to a life of service. Well, you already were, but go ahead. Yeah. So I think it's those things. And I feel like when... You can be, when you can do whatever it is your purpose to do in any environment that you're put in, like you mm -hmm. are living the life. And so even in Richmond, I would leave the lab. Well, most people don't know. I would leave the lab and go work as an EMT to serve. So really? gunshot wounds, um, responding to car accidents, delivering babies. I delivered my first baby on um, on Thanksgiving. Wow. And so, you know, like, completely out here dedicated to people. And during the school year, I worked as a reading coach for Richmond City Schools. But um, what paid the bills, like research and science paid mm -hmm. the bills. So when I came here, um, completely different area of research. And so I went from pharmaceutical to academic research, biomedical research, and like, whoa, this is a different type of environment. I had to figure out a way to really marry what I was interested in. Mm -hmm. So I moved from the biomedical science, science side to the uh, social science side. And an opportunity came up where we were trying to um, figure out how to increase classroom engagement in Birmingham City Schools, um, taking into consideration that former Mary, Mayor Lankford um, had provided computers mm -hmm. to students. And so mm -hmm. we were increasing student engagement with those computers. And so I'm like, okay, this is the type of science, okay? This marries kids, this is science, this is community, this is all the things, you know, that I love. But then eventually 
that um, that grant ran out. And so it's like, you know, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And um, I took a leap. <laughs> I took a leap, actually left Birmingham to um, pursue a career in youth development at NYU. I'm, I'm kind of an East Coast head, so I thought that that made sense. Packed up my apartment here in Birmingham. Like, I'm going to do this. I was gone for like, this and is crazy, And we started y'all. pulling at your heartstrings. Pulling at my heartstrings. <laughs> I was gone for probably... I knew I wasn't gone for two months. Right. And I packed up my car and I came back to Birmingham without having a job lined up. Right. And to, to your conversation with your mom. You- my mom. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so she's all like being strong and supportive, helping me pack the car, that sort of thing. She's like, I cry like a baby. Like, wait, she going to leave again? <laughs> I thought we had just gotten her back because everything was set up. Like I had right. a house. NBA. I was close to, you know, close to family here. I only had my sister and my nephews, my brother-in-law, you know, family, cousins, all the things I had missed out on Sunday dinners. Thought I was going to do that again. But yeah, y'all, y'all pulled me back in. Yeah. Wrote me back in. Um, I'm, I'm super grateful for it. Um, yeah. Opportunity came up um, at our church. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're not a, you're not a preacher or anything, but you got this whole youth thing kind of on lock so let's just see in yeah. 90 days what you're gonna do with it man my 90 my 30 60 90 day plan was <laughs> impeccable impeccable that's <laughs> I right i was like oh i'm about to go stupid with yeah. this and um i decided that i wasn't gonna go back into science and to kind of make up for the 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 law salary i um, started a business too so yeah. i also own my own mary Kay business that you are knocking slap out the park. Earned a couple cars. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about everything <laughs> you touch is gold. Midas touch. <laughs> now, tell um, your social media handles and how people can reach you for Mary Kay as well as watching what you're doing on the school board. Sure. So for school board, uh, follow me on Facebook at Letitia for school board, at Letitia for school board with the number four, uh, Mary Kay. MaryKay.com slash Letitia S. Watkins. And then all my other social media handles on IG, Twitter, Instagram, they're all Letitia S. Watkins. Which one is your favorite? I'm, I'm an old head. I've <laughs> yeah. been on Facebook since. The book, baby. Oh, two. When it was the Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook, yeah. <laughs> you had to have, I think you had to have a college email you to get to on there. You had to have a college email. Like, I, did, I wasn't on Facebook back then. Like, I came a year or two later. But, yeah, you had to have a, a real college ID. Right. It was yeah. no aunties, none of that. Yeah. Now, I am the auntie on there. <laughs> And so the kids, um, the kids in the community, they were the ones that pushed me to get an IG, yeah. the Twitter. Oh, I'm horrible with like, I'm horrible with updating. You any need of them. a Snapchat. I need Snap. You need Snap. <laughs> yeah, like Snap too much for me, but Snap would be good for you because you interact with kids so much, and they would love seeing that. I need somebody to walk around and get get the content for me. Yeah, for real. I mean, seriously, I'm horrible speak. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can create content, but as far as, like, keeping it going. I'm your guy. you my guy. I'm telling you, I will walk around and just snap <laughs> and uh, IG and the whole thing. Yeah, I need all of we'll that. We'll have your social media on fleek. I need all of that. Because, I mean, they already like, Mr. Tisha, how you know all the dances? Man, stop playing with me. I'll, I'll dance all y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's take a break real quick. And when we get back, we're going to play some this or that. And we're going to talk about some um, present and future projects. This summer, the world's roads lead here to Birmingham. 
The World Games, recognized by the International Olympic Committee, will bring athletes from more than 100 countries here to compete for gold. Tickets are on sale now to see events like flag football, softball, gymnastics, lacrosse, sumo wrestling, martial arts, sport climbing, and more. The World Games will bring the best in international sports here. So join the celebration, Alabama, as we step up, because this is our medal moment. First thing I got to do is shout out your sister and your brother-in-law and your mother. I love them all like they are my own. And so I just want to say, hey, y'all. Hey, sister. <laughs> That's my girl, ain't it? <laughs> Absolutely. And she is my, you're my second hair crush. Her hair? <laughs> Your sister has the most beautiful hair. Hair, skin. Oh. It's like, yeah. God was like, boom, here you go. Yeah. And then everybody else had to split here up go everybody the else. <laughs> <laughs> No melanin. Now tell me your favorite charity right now. You you work with so oh, many. Oh, man, so many. Oh, you know what? We rocking with, we going to rock with the Titusville Youth Sports Association. Tell us about it. Matter of fact, um, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say this right now, but we are officially the Titusville Thunder and Herd. What? Yeah. We always get an announcement here. Way to carry on the tradition. <laughs> officially the, the Titusville Thunder and Herd. So I love we're, it. We're a super, feeder in Yeah, we Parker got the feeder. And, yeah. yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's um, wonderful. Parker has been amazing, uh, supporting our boys, supporting yeah. our, our girls. Shoot, the whole community has been getting behind, you yeah. know, what we're doing, creating a space for urban youth to be able to have programs that any other program could have. It's exceptional. Mentorship um, is invaluable there. And so my little nephews, they they grew up as Titusville Knights. And so for me, it was like, this is the type of organization I want to be a part of. And so I'm super proud to be the first female chair of that board, too. First and only. And I got to get um, Dara Hudson on here, as a matter of fact. Well, if you don't answer one of these questions, then they're going to get $100 from you. But this is easy. <laughs> You're going to slap these out the park. All right. First of all, Biggie or Tupac? Biggie. Yes. Biggie. Thank you. Biggie. All these two. I'm being dangerous. Ain't too many can bang with us. Big. Straight up, no angel dust. <laughs> label us notorious. The, that love the bus is strange to us. Y'all be scrambling, gambling, up in restaurants with mandolins and violins. We just sitting here trying to win, trying not to. How are we in Las Vegas? <laughs> so much smoke need oxygen. <laughs> a first. Biggie. A first in the booth, baby. <laughs> you like that? Hey, man. All the rest of y'all that have ever been on this show didn't drop any bars. No bars. <laughs> didn't didn't try to spit a single line. She just put all y'all to shame. Well, remind me when we before we take it out, we gonna get some of her original. Yeah, this. Oh, you nice. put me on the spot. Absolutely. I don't think I got none in today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> y'all gotta bring me back. All right, let's go. Regents Park or Rickwood Field? Rickwood Fields. Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park? Railroad. Protective Stadium. Speaking of which, we going to go bike riding this summer. All right? I'm with it. Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena? Legacy. 
Crossplex or Legion Field? Legion. Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? McWayne. Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? Vulcan. Alabama Theater or Lyric Theater? Lyric. Civil Rights Institute or Negro League Museum? Oh, why you have to go do that? Mm, it gets thick. Civil Rights. I haven't done this one in a minute. Um, Green Acres oh. or J-Wings? Green Acres. Let me get a four-piece all the way. Manager special, baby. I could do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Barons or Squadron? I'm with the squad. Okay. Legion or Stallions? Stallions. Alabama or Auburn? Roll Tide. Oh, and I got to throw one out there for nephew. Alabama State or Alabama A&M? Man, what my bulldog <laughs> Shout out to my nephew. <laughs> Man, I'm going to tell you, like, um, for Magic City Classic, was that not like the most powerful moment? Absolutely. And I know I'm the tiny TT, but first of all, he's huge. He's huge. So he's. But we just took over the sideline. Like we were like, no, nah, we taking pictures not around Not just here. the sideline. Like we literally took over the field. Yeah. Like why is that little lady out there on the field? <laughs> I'm telling you. His first Magic City Classic, but. Yeah. Now let's talk about. What's going on right now with the um with the school board? I hate it. I ain't gonna lie. I absolutely hate the Birmingham school system right now. And I wanna know first of all, I think this board can do something. Let me let me say that first of all. I hated it going into these elections. I think you all could do something. But the system, in my opinion, you know, I don't know that it can be fixed. I, I think it needs to be scrapped and started over. But what's going on with the school board and what's going on with our kids right now? What's going on with principals leaving and, you know, you know, put put us at ease at what's going on with, with the school system. I think I think it's also really important to to point out here that we get a, a lot of negative publicity, um, and it's pro and probably the wonderful things that are going on. They just don't get a lot of light, you know, mm -hmm. on them. And so the the programs, the intervention, the work that's being done to combat reading loss. Uh, reading literacy, how we're um, going about to tackle those things. Um, I think I want to start there. Mm -hmm. And so I want to talk about, you know, the partnership with United Way to bring high-dose high dose tutoring in. Um, I want to talk about, which is fairly new, this whole intercession model. And so when we look at, I think you said scrap the whole system, mm -hmm. scrap the whole system and start from scratch. Um in some ways, you know, that might be that might be a, a, a valid uh, opinion. And in other ways, I think you mentioned this board and what it's willing to do. And so I love that um, this board, I feel like I can speak pretty confidently that 
This board is so intentional or or so focused, if you will, on student and student achievement and going into the system to figure out, you know, exactly what's going on and not just, you know, standing on the background, standing in the background and um, not really having a, a, a clear view of what's happening. And so in terms of like the vast problems that we have, um, academic achievement being the greatest concern, you know, for this board and this superintendent, the intercession model that we're having. So collectively, we're all saying we want our we want our students to have more to to have more academic um, exposure during the classroom day. We're seeing that we have 20 percent of our student population, even though it's not mandatory, that are going to these um, intercessions. We um, even personally, so where I am with uh, District Six, you know, we've we've developed an intervention program, and I got the have the um, the neighborhood association that's like behind me with that. And so we're funneling in volunteers. And so I think these things have a compound effect when we talk about addressing issues that are generations old. I couldn't agree more. And I will say this. The reason I like the board right now for the most part is because you all are not political beings, you know. And so I trust that your hearts and minds are right. pure, you know, and in the we right place. We want to get it right. Yeah, we, yeah. We truly want to get it right for our for our children. Now, that's the good. But now you're up against a, a, a beast, you know, a, a thing, a living, breathing entity, a top-heavy, um, um, salary-laden, um, duplicitous um, environment where uh, um, schools are too close together. By the way, I'm glad. I I love the decisions y'all made um, with regards to that stadium. It was ridiculous. But back (laughs) back to the point. What I'm saying here is that you guys are going to have to make some decisions that are going to be very unpopular if we're really going to pull this off. And I think that the fact that, you know, like I said a minute ago, the fact that you guys aren't really there to be political beings and and you're going to do what's right for the kids, I I think that this is really going to move forward for a change. But now if, if half of that board plus one... Gets to voting crazy, I'm going nuts on that board too. <laughs> As we fully expected to. <laughs> I remember all the advice. <laughs> now, what um, I am privy to a lot of things, and I do know what's coming down the pipeline, but what, what can families look forward to in our school system in preparation for post-COVID, you know, what are we going to be able to get this, you know, fix this learning loss? Are we going to be able to meet these reading um, criteria that the state of Alabama Alabama off? Literacy Act. Yeah, oh. that they put off for a year or two because of COVID. How is, you know, and just how is COVID affecting our children and their education in general? So, yeah, um, I think that 
my message, you know, to parents, it's a it's a message of hope and it's not empty hope. And so it's um we we have a couple of us on the board. We're all about these partnerships with parents and um, increasing engagement with mm. parents. And um, what a lot of people don't know is we have these parent forums and we have these community conversations where we're um, really explaining how parents can be partners with us mm-hmm. in this learning process. And so I mentioned some learning intervention programs that we have. I mentioned intercession. And so really us educating our community on why these programs, why these strategies are important, how we plan on implementing these strategies, even with summer uh, enrichment mm-hmm. and um, how that adds to. So high dosage tutoring, those things are in-house, but we also have some things going on um, out of out of the school day that parents can be doing, um, that the libraries can partner with us, that different um, out-of-school programs that they also can come into partnership with us to help with those with those initiatives. You mentioned the Alabama Literacy Act, which is the main one. And then, of course, there's numeracy as well. So we're talking about how we increase uh, reading, math. Um, I think when, I'm going to tell you what had me really, really excited and hopeful. And so I was looking at some data, and I want you guys to also take into consideration the work that we can do to prepare students so that they're not start in school behind so that there's work that we can do there and that's a conversation that um you mentioned it when when you you read the bio that we're having with families in the community and it's just making people aware Mm -hmm. like grandma auntie we can be doing this Mm -hmm. with our kids before they get to pre-k or before they get to kindergarten so that they can be stronger when they get to third grade so i'm looking at this data and i notice and this may seem um, really, really um, probably gloomy to some. So I'm looking at the data of a third grader who is initially reading on first grade level mm-hmm. in the third grade. But I also notice at the end of the year, this student is like second grade middle. And mm-hmm. so I said, you know, to one of the school administrators, if we could be really intentional about um giving our students exactly what they need and more of it because one student might have a comprehension issue where the other person's issue might be vocabulary. We have systems that tell us exactly what those issues are or those short shortcomings are for our students. And we can put the system in place. We already have reading intervention going on during the day. And so that's when we started filling in volunteers saying, okay, we got three students. Their, their um, short, short area is is uh, vocabulary. So we're going to be focused on vocabulary. We do that more and more, and we look at the data every 14 to 21 days. We're moving a student just mm-hmm. a just a bit, and so somebody who was first grade lower, they might be first grade middle in 14 days, and then in 21 days they're um at second grade because if we move a third grader to second grade reading level, while it's great. They're starting fourth grade next year, and so they're still still further behind if we just allow them to have that instructional time in the classroom. And so it's doing more of what what we can see works when we look at the data. And so making data driven um, decisions is going to be important too. And that gave me a lot of that gave me a lot of hope. Well, I love it, and I think here again, um, anything that you are on is going to work. It's going to work well. And it's going to improve. And so I just want you to know, as always, and with all things, I'm praying for you. 
and I'm praying for our children and the school board. Let me ask you this before we go. If you weren't a scientist, if you weren't a nerd, and if you weren't doing anything you're doing right now, what would you do? What would it be? What's what's the one thing? Would you be a singer, dancer, what? <laughs> this isn't what you're looking for, but if I wasn't doing this, I'd be traveling solo right now. I love following. No, for a job. <laughs> for a job. Can we do that for a living? <laughs> do you want to do that for a living? You'd be a travel agent. Okay, we'll take that. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank you for coming, and um, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to tell the other school board members not to be afraid and they can come on the podcast. I won't beat them up. (laughs) (laughs) He makes no promises. (laughs) Before we go, tell me about this novel STEM program that you're going to be bringing to District 6. So um, for the past seven months, I've been um, a member of the 2022 class of Project Corporate Leadership. Mm-hmm. And through that engagement, I've been able to uh, forge some really strong partnerships. So I'm working with a team from Southern Company, um, another member from Altec, someone from Burn Foreman, and then someone from Protective Life. Together, we have created, in all of our geekiness, we've created <laughs> E Squared, which is um, environment and education. And so, I think um, the whole purpose of us coming together is just to see how leaders from different sectors can put our brains together to see what we can do to make, make Birmingham um, better. And so for me, my vote is always going to be in Birmingham City Schools and um, the other members of the team, they're really behind that. And so we are working to to bring a hydroponics STEM program into Washington K-8. That's going to be the first school, but um, the hope is to extend it throughout Birmingham City Schools. So I'm really excited that those members um, of the team that are working with me on the project, they've secured the funding for that. And so that's going to, at first we were thinking it was just going to be one uh, STEM lab there, but actually it's going to be K through fifth. And so the fifth graders are going to have this commercial unit that actually grows 200 vegetables every two months. We're talking about strawberries, lettuce. Oh, so we're wow. talking about um, we're talking about really addressing educational inequities here. And so for me, I think there's a deserve level with this for the students of my community to bring them these types of programs that they might not ever see. And then we're also addressing issues like. Um, like uh, food insecurity. And so the food they'd be able to, the students of the school will be able to use that food for their families, but we're also gonna be pushing for them to get involved in farmer's markets where they'll be able to sell the produce that they're creating in school and the money is gonna go back into the school. Coolest thing about hydroponics, we're growing food without soil and it's using 80% of water. And so this is fortified water. The lab is right there in their classroom. This is gonna be super dope. I want to thank my dear friend and sister, Letitia Watkins, for joining us. I want to thank you for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63 and UrbanHam.com. God bless. Intravenous 205 is here to support all Birmingham businesses and entrepreneurs. If you would like your business featured on Intravenous, please give us a call at 205 205- Two zero two one six zero two, or email us at intravenous two o five at gmail dot com.